Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. I'm a journalist and menstrual cycle coach, and I'm obsessed with all things spirituality, sexuality, wellness, empowerment, and mysticism. Join me as I interview coaches, teachers, healers, and thought leaders from all around the globe about all the ways we can feel more tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. If you're on a journey toward self-discovery, you've come to the right place. This is The Light Within. Hello, beautiful beings, and thank you for joining me for this episode of The Light Within. Today, we are talking about dieting and why if you have a menstrual cycle, dieting is one of the worst things you can do. I know that might not be what you want to hear, but stay with me. Don't turn the podcast off just yet. Let me explain. Dieting counting calories, tracking macros, watching what you eat, eating in a deficit, whatever the fuck you call it, it's most likely fucking up your hormones. Yeah. Because as cyclical beings, we have two internal rhythms that govern our bodies. We have the circadian rhythm. It's the one all humans have, and it governs our daily bodily functions, things like temperature, sleep, and digestion. But as menstruators, we also have the infradian rhythm, It is a 28-day or however long your menstrual cycle is rhythm that governs, you guessed it, your menstrual cycle. Throughout this longer cycle, our hormones go up and down. Elisa Vitti, women's hormone expert and best-selling author of the books Woman Code and In the Flow, is the first person I read talking about this. She says the infradian rhythm changes things like our brain function, our immune system response, and our metabolism. Vidi says the infradian rhythm is what sets us apart. It's what proves we are not just little men as past scientific evidence would have you believe. Now, because we are not little men, the things that work for men when it comes to eating and exercising do not work for us. Did you know that menstruating people are left out of basically all major research studies when it comes to diet and exercise. Yeah, that keto diet your trainer next door is touting as the saving grace for your waistline? (laughs) It doesn't work for menstruating women. Intermittent fasting, when tested on men and menopausal women, showed great results. But when those tests were done on menstruators, you know what happened? It threw their hormones out of whack, it turned on fat storage and muscle wasting, and their cortisol went through the fucking roof. Vidi says that is all because of the infradian rhythm. So since our body changes day to day throughout the cycle, it needs different things at different times. And this is why when you are trying to diet and you're eating the same amount every single day, it just is not good for a cyclical body. VD says on average, we need 250 calories more every single day in the second half of our cycles. Yeah, and if we don't eat enough, it spikes cortisol, the stress hormone, and ghrelin, the hunger hormone, and that's where the hormones get out of balance. Long term, it can really cause problems, and in the short term, it'll cause things like mood swings, hello hangry, and keep you on a hamster wheel when it comes to your wellness goals. What do I mean by hamster wheel? Well, 
It's when you're working out and you're dieting, but you aren't seeing results. Maybe you see excellent results in the first half of your cycle. Maybe you are feeling lean, mean, fighting machine. You're dropping a couple LBs. Second half, though, you do the same shit. What happens? You gain weight. You are not moving toward your goal because you are not working with your body. You're working against it and you're stuck in the same place, although you're getting more and more tired. Now, I am very anti-diet, so I am never going to tell someone how much they should eat, but I want you to know that switching up your foods based on where you are in your cycle is a proven method to help you feel better, have more energy, and in a lot of cases, finally see the changes that you have been wanting to see. More than that, though, not choosing foods based on your cycle and instead eating the same thing every day while dieting, not eating enough carbs, killing it at the gym, that has been proven to turn on muscle wasting and fat storage. I'll say it again. When you diet and you do not eat enough and then you overexercise, you know, that whole eat less, work out more bullshit that trainers love to throw at you, you are doing so much more damage to your hormones and you're not going to see long-term results. Let it sink in. Yep, I know it's not what you thought you are going to hear today, but you need to know that you do not have to kill it at the gym. And even more than that, when you do, it can really fuck up your hormones, waste your time, and not get you the results that you want. So now that we know about dieting and how we shouldn't be doing it, what about movement? What movement is best for your cycle? So it's a little bit more complex than this, but simply put, in the week you have your bleed, rest. Take slow walks in nature, meditate, maybe do some like yin yoga, light Pilates, or nap. Yeah, because that counts as movement during this menstrual phase. In the seven to 10 days after your period ends, this is known as your inner spring or follicular phase, your energy natural rises. This is a great time for cardio or trying something completely new like a dance class or kickboxing or whatever. Around the middle of your cycle, that's when you will likely have the most energy, stamina, and strength. So lifting weights, taking boot camp classes, hitting those PRs, and just generally kicking ass is what you will succeed in during this period. Then in your inner fall, which is the longest phase, it usually lasts 10 to 14 days right before your cycle you'll notice your energy decreasing. In the first few days, lifting weights is still great. You will probably want to switch to lighter weights and maybe more reps, more like an endurance style workout where you're going long and slow. As you get closer to the period though, add in more stretching, maybe long bike rides, long walks, Pilates, things like that. And again, when you land back on your period, rest as much as you can. Don't worry, you're not going to lose the gains when you take a few days off from working out. You're not going to fuck up your wellness goals by switching up your workouts. You are a cyclical goddess. So what works for the bros isn't going to work for you. And that's okay. You deserve more. You deserve to take time for yourself, doing the things you now know will help you collaborate with your cycle and help you live a happier, healthier, more stress-free life. If I blew your mind in this please reach out to me. Let's talk about this. I can be found on Instagram at Leslie Draffin at the light within podcast. Shoot me an email. Hello at Leslie I know this was like the biggest pill to swallow when it came to my cyclical living journey. It blew my fucking mind. 
So I totally understand if that's how you feel too. Just remember, I'm here for you. I'm here to support you. And I really hope you're loving these menstrual cycle awareness episodes. If you want to talk more, I would love to hear from you. You can always set up a free 30-minute cycle check-in with me. You can book them in the link in the show notes. I also have a brand new group coaching program launching in May where we dive deep into cyclical living, everything we talked about today, plus so much more. Uh, I'm sharing how to use your menstrual cycle to boost productivity, inner peace, happiness, and abundance, and really just reconnect with yourself maybe for the first fucking time. Thank you guys so much for spending some time with me today. I hope you have a great day. And remember, there's no light without darkness, but there's no darkness without light. I'll see you next time.